Hey everyone, welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Thursday, it's January 14th, it's 2021, and we're here to talk about the five-game NBA slate and the four-game NFL slate uh, for this weekend. I'm joined, as always, by my good buddy, Genie for 07. Grant, how are you doing, my friend? Yeah, not too bad. Been last few days, been dealing with a whole bunch of family members getting COVID and some old, some pregnant, some all over the place. So just been a little stressful few, few days, but everyone's doing fine now. So yeah, ready, ready to get back to basketball and football. Yes, sir. Well, I'm glad to have you back. Um, you know, appreciate Will filling in. You guys were swapping some days around and, you know, Will was a trooper and um, helped out and, you know, we appreciate that. And Glad to have you back, buddy. We are presented by Monkey Knife Fight. Uh, if you haven't tried them, make sure you try the fastest growing single player DFS site out there. Get a matching 100% deposit bonus up to $50 on your first deposit. Um, so if you haven't checked them out, rotorgrinders.com slash partner slash MKF. Uh, the link will be in the description of the podcast as well on iTunes and on Rotogrinders. So if you haven't checked them out, give them give them a look, man. They got a ton of stuff going on over there um, for NBA and NFL. So maybe we'll look at some NFL stuff um, when we do the NFL side. So um, we jump in to NBA here. Um, this is this is a I don't know. I feel like all these slates are going to be so interesting. Um, you know, moving forward with COVID and everything like that. You know, we. We, we, we know that going in, but like this slate's even more interesting because like we had so many, like so many teams part of that big trade. And like, now we have to kind of go through the process of like, who's going to get minutes for Houston and who's going to get minutes um, for the Pacers. So let's get into it. Uh, we start here at Minnesota at Philadelphia, no total in this one or it's Miami. Miami. Sorry. You got me confused there for a second. All right. Well, I, I'm looking at my own sheet and it looked like I wrote an N, but I know it's Miami because like I was about to start reading the injury report and like Bam's the first guy. So like, all right, uh, Bam's out. Bradley's out. Butler's out. Dragic's out. Harkless is out. Nunn is out. Myers Leonard is doubtful. And then on the Philly side, Seth and Korkmaz are out. Um, Tobias is probable. And a lot of the guys that have been out for Philly are probable. Um, Shake Milton and some of these other guys. So uh, let's start with the Miami side of things. Like, uh, you know, the Miami guys got increases. Tyler Hero, um, 6,700 to 7,300. Had a terrible first half in that game. Did really well in the second half. Kelly Olynyk played 45 minutes the other night. His price jumped up 1,100 bucks. Um, Duncan Robinson, he played, a, you know, 46 minutes the other night against Philly. That game went into overtime, and, um, you know, he got a $700 um price increase and then precious precious got a $1,300 increase but probably still too cheap what are we looking at here on the Miami side um Grant yeah I think you can look at most of the guys here at least the guys are going to end up getting a lot of minutes here like Silva I don't expect them to beat him to be in the rotation too much um Iggy like at 4k it seems enticing but I don't expect them to give him more than 20 minutes I think they're going to run real tight rotation so Pretty much all the guys we know Hero is going to get a ton of usage, 26 and 20 shots over the last two games, averaging 38 minutes during that time span. Grand one was in overtime, but putting up 40 points at 7.3K, I think that's still too cheap for him. 
Olenek playing a boatload of minutes. We know he can get hot. We know he can get hot from behind the arc. Hasn't been shooting great over the last few games, but put up 20 attempts from behind the arc over the last two games. We know that he has a ton of upside there. Precious is probably the best play of them. Like, they're going to need some height there. He's going to get a ton of minutes, I would expect, in this one. Looked pretty good in the last game. Really went off there. I don't think he's going to shoot 70% from the field, but he only took 10 shot attempts. He still ended up with 39 points. So it's really kind of just everyone. Like, mix and match those five guys. Well, those three guys in Robinson. Like, they're going to get a ton of usage. They're going to get a ton of minutes. Like, we know exactly how good they are. It's real simple. I'm playing on putting at least two of those guys in every single lineup. Yeah, and the thing about, like, Miami here as well, they're only dressing eight guys if Leonard's out. Um, so, one more guy, and I think, like, you have to have eight, right? Like, isn't yeah, that? So, um, you know, right now this game's on, but, I don't know, you have to have eight. So, Hero, all these guys, you, you pretty much nailed it, like, Hero, Linux, Precious, um, Duncan Robinson, all these guys are going to play a ton of minutes. Iggy's not going to play a ton of minutes. Silva's not going to play a ton of minutes. Struss is not going to play a ton of minutes. But Struss did play uh, 24 minutes, uh, you know, off the bench the other night. He didn't get over- any overtime run. But at 3,100, I don't think he's the worst option on this slate. But there's definitely better options here. Philly, like, I what? This game probably opens at what? Philly minus... 11 minus 12 yeah i would assume somewhere close to that i can actually check i don't know if it's up right now i didn't see it yet yeah i'm opening up the dk yeah i don't i don't really see anything from tomorrow uh what are we looking at here on the philly side i think it's mostly in for me with simmons coming back harris coming back um i did like Embiid or maxi would be my guess with the two guys like Maxie's probably priced about where he should be. You know, he's been good recently, but his run is definitely going to go down a bit and his usage is going to go down a, get, a bit, but it's like, just, I know him be crushed the other night and like, I don't know if he'll crush again tonight, but he's probably going to end up with 35 plus minutes here. Um, he's going up against a just decimated front court. I like, he's the one guy that I think can end up just going off here. Uh, everyone else I feel like is probably priced where Danny Green's too expensive at 5.7. All these guys are priced up because of what the rotations have been like recently. But with everyone coming back, everyone's priced up outside of the guys that were out. And Simmons and Harris are probably about where they should be. This game could end up being a blowout. So it's really just Embiid for me. And, like, you don't even – like, I'm bring, playing two Miami players, and I don't feel the need to bring it back with any Philly player because even if this game turns into a blowout, we can still expect – most of the guys I mentioned to end up with 30 minutes. Like the only thing that's really going to change is Silva's going to get a little bit more run and Strauss is going to get a little bit more run. And that's, that's really it. They only have eight players. They're going to give run to all these guys throughout the course of the game. They have such a condensed rotation because of it. So Philly on for Philly only indeed for me. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. Like with with all the like, I think Shake Milton is somewhat interesting because does he get extra run with Seth Curry out, and then does he get extra run in like a blowout? Like, I, I think Shake is okay, um, but it, it's really tough to judge. Like, we really haven't seen um, these rotations yet with you know a couple guys out and stuff like that. So I think like Shake Milton is somewhat interesting, but for the most part. Probably not going to play a ton of Philly guys because I do kind of expect Miami to get blown out in this game. And 
if it stays close and bead probably crushes. So if you're running two or three Miami players out there, you know, throwing in bead or two out there. So, um, we move on. We got Houston at San Antonio. Um, no total in this game. I don't even know. Like Clemens is out house is out and wall is out. Eric Gordon is questionable. Um, obviously James Harden is gone. Um, I did not see anybody else, right? Like it was just Harden. Correct. Uh, I think so. That sounds right. I think it was just Harden on the Houston side, but either way with wall out with Harden gone, we're looking for somebody to pick up some usage here. Um, what are your, what are your thoughts when it comes to Houston in this game? I mean, yeah, it's really like so far Christian Wood and cousins haven't played, had played like one minute on the floor together, but this is just an interesting spot here. Gordon, like kind of, is going to make it interesting if he ends up playing or not, because who are they going to like, what guards are they going to end up running out there? Who's going to end up running the point? I mean, we got multiple guys that we could end up using Mac Moore, Tate, Nawaba, Jones, maybe like, I, I just like, there's not, <laughs> we kind of need to wait and see what the starting lineup's going to end up being like, but I think regardless, Christian Wood is very much in play. He's going to just absolutely feast here. He should play 30 plus minutes in this spot and he should have a massive usage rate. Like, they just don't have anyone else that can score without Wall or without Harden. Like, he's got to do a bulk of the lifting here. If you think that they're going to run out Wood and Cousins together and maybe Boogie ends up with 20-some-odd-plus minutes, I think that you can use him. Um, but it, it all depends on the lineup. Like, be on the watch out for who's going to be in there. But I think McMore, Tate, Nwaba all make interesting plays because they should get some run here. They will take up a bit of usage. But Wood is the guy that I really, really want to have in my lineups. I think Nawaba or Sterling Brown is the starting point guard for this team in this game. Um, I think they both start. I think they both start at like the guard position, and then Tate probably starts at the three. Tucker starts at the four. Christian Wood starts at the five. If Eric Gordon plays, he could potentially start over like Sterling Brown or somebody. Um, I don't know. I Sterling Brown's super interesting. If Eric Gordon's out, man, like Sterling Brown's at three K. Nawaba's at three point two K. Tate's at three point three K. PJ Tucker is at 3.8 K, but yeah, Christian Wood should have massive usage here. Um, listen, all these guys are in play. Um, really going to have to see if Eric Gordon sits. I think that's huge um, because they, they have plenty of guards. They have McLemore, they have Mason Jones, um, you know, Gordon, like we said, Brown, Nawaba, like they have guards. Um, they don't really have like a natural point guard. Like I said, David Nawaba is probably going to have to play 30 35 minutes of point guard in this game um at 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 his price he's just he's one of the better value plays on the slate um just as much as he's gonna have the ball in his hand it's hard for him to like realistically kill you at 3.2k even though he 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 can do it um you know he's a guy that can play 30 minutes and and put up hardly anything but i I think nawaba is you, you potentially your like starting point guard here i don't know um sterling brown 3.3k so um let's go to the other side of san antonio side of things like demar Derozan is questionable white is still out um you know looking at san antonio in this game if demar Derozan doesn't play i'll go back to the well on lonnie walker um you know he had a really solid game the other night um makes it back-to-back good games here so if Derozan sits lonnie walker um dejounte murray like there's going to be no defense on the Houston side. Yeah. Where's the, like, no defense? 
Yeah, no, it's going to be an ugly game. And yeah, if DeRozan ends up sitting, then Murray, I, I'm fine with going with LMA. I mean, he's been paying off his price tag. He's been putting or playing 30 plus minutes each of the last four games, averaging close to 40 points. Like LMA going up against a t- terrible Houston defense at 6.7K is definitely in play. Murray, like you said, has 50 point upside, is at 7.5. Walker, yeah, if DeRozan's out. He's going to play all the minutes, he's going to shoot a lot. Like, all those guys are the ones I would look at. If DeRozan ends up playing, then I think you can play any of these guys. They just don't stand out, stand out as good plays. Like, decent chance this game ends up getting out of hand. Decent chance these guys all end up sitting the entire fourth. So, mostly going to be a stay away for me if DeRozan ends up sitting. But if he ends – or if he ends up playing. But if he ends up sitting, then Murray, LMA, and Lonnie are three of the – three decent plays on this slate. I think if DeRozan plays, he's somewhat interesting for tournaments. Um, again, I just don't really expect a ton of defense to be played here. So, if if he does play, I don't I don't hate him in general. He's eight K against a team that's <laughs> I don't know if it stays close. I guess is where DeRozan would yeah. really crush value. But yeah, I just Lonnie Walker like I, if DeRozan sits, Dejounte Murray, um, Keldon Johnson is fine. Lamarcus Aldridge is a is a is a nice floor play if DeRozan sits, um, but he's one of the first guys that off the floor if this game gets out of hand too. So like you got to remember that. Yeah. Uh, Charlotte at Toronto. It's a back to back for Charlotte. So um, I actually saw a line. It's two twenty four. Toronto favored by seven in this game. Um, is what I saw before we got started. Let's start with the Charlotte side of things. Um, LaMelo, man, you let me down on Wednesday. What are your thoughts here on Charlotte? Yeah, I mean, it kind of – so I think Hayward got injured in the game. Um, Yeah, he did. He's currently day-to-day. Who knows if he'll end up playing tomorrow. Like He strained his hip. He's going to not play. He'll he'll be out. Okay. All right, yeah, that's that's why I figure. That's what I'm kind of going into as. So – I'm going right back to the well on LaMelo. Like one bad game isn't really going to do too much for me. He just played poorly. He didn't get a ton of minutes. There's a, I don't know who will end up starting for Hayward. It wouldn't surprise me if Bridges moves into the starting lineup. Um, if so, then he's a decent play, but I don't expect him to get a huge increase in minutes. I'm expecting them to kind of roll out the three-guard lineup towards the end of the game and maybe starting the game with Melo, Rogier, and Graham all in there. But we kind of have to wait and see what the lineup is going to look like. We should get information before lineups lock, but – I'm playing LaMelo regardless. I love him in this spot. Everyone who got burned by him yesterday, probably not going to go back to the well with him as much, but he does have triple double upside. He has massive upside. 7.6K is too cheap of a price tag considering what he can do, but it's mostly him and Bridges. Like, I'm fine with Graham, especially if they roll out the three-guard starting lineup, but he doesn't stand off the page as a great play. He's 6K. That's probably about where he should be priced. Offers a little bit of ups. I had Washington. I, I'm not going to argue with. I'm just eh on him. 6.3K is probably a little cheap, but this slate as a whole, like there's so many different good spots on it that I'd rather go with uh, Boucher over on the other side, just as an example. So, yeah, it, it, it's mostly the mellow for me, assuming Gordon Hayward's going to miss, and there's a decent chance that he ends up into the starting lineup here. Yeah, like I'm going back to the well on Lamelo. Um, he had a bad game. It's gonna happen. He's young. Um, you know, shot the ball pretty bad, and like that's fine. All right, move on. Um, 
you know, I'll go back to the well on him in this spot, you know, especially with Hayward out. I, I think like Graham is super interesting with Hayward out. I think we're going to see a little bit more usage uh, for Graham in this one. Rogier, these guys are so cheap, um, you know, 6,206 K against Toronto. Uh, they make a ton of sense here. Uh, I don't hate bridges. Like you said, there's a good chance that he gets um, some extra minutes here with Hayward out. Um, they could use one of the Martin brothers too. Um but I don't think I would use either one of them. Uh, I think you really just kind of stick to the main pieces on Charlotte here. And then on the Toronto side of things, like Van Vliet's been, you know, really, really good. And then like, he's kind of dropped off a little bit over the last few games here. Um, you know, they've, they've had a few days off from that long road trip. Like I, I think he could get back on track in this game. Yeah. I don't hate Van Vliet, but I think Siakam is the main guy that I want to go with. He's just facilitating so much getting involved in all areas of the game, been playing really well, priced at 8.5K, and he's been paying off that price tag. He's got over 50 in three of the last four here. So Siakam's probably the main guy to go with. Van Vliet's more of a tournament guy. He hasn't been great recently, but he's still putting up a decent amount of shots, over 20 in two of his last three games. He sh- shot terrible in the last one. He hasn't shot great for a little bit, but he still has that 50-point upside where I don't mind using him in a tournament Probably not going Lowry, but the guy I really want to go with is going to be Boucher. 6.5K, like, they're still not starting him, but they've been starting him in the beginning of the second half recently. He's a guy that can go off for a huge outing, especially going up against Charlotte. I really like him. So, for me, this game over uh, on Toronto, it's Siakam and Boucher are my favorite two plays. Boucher. Boucher. This guy's been awesome, man. Like, he ma- yeah. it makes me think – he makes me think NASCAR. There's a guy named Chris Boucher – um, in NASCAR, um, he makes Chris me think Bush. of Bobby Boucher. I like that one too. Um, you know that movie was filmed in my hometown. Um, I did not know that. Good for you. Yeah, isn't it cool, right? Like I have, I have like friends that were in that movie um, as like extras. So I was not, I was not old enough or cool enough. Um, you are like, cool enough. Don't no be down on no. yourself. I'm telling you. Um, listen, uh, like Van Vliet, Siakam. Boucher, Lowry, those are really the only four guys that I really ever play from this team. Like every once in a while, OG, but it's really a price thing. And like his price on DraftKings is kind of up right now, where like he, he's just a stay away from me. If you want to play him anywhere, it's probably FanDuel at 5,500, but we have a ton of value already on the slate. So I don't know if you'll necessarily need him here. So moving right along, we got the Pacers and the Trailblazers. Um, Lamb's out. Obviously, Oladipo's out um, as well, and then it's back-to-back for Portland. So we'll have to wait and see if there's anything that comes out of that. You know, we know Nurkic and Lillard were kind of banged up a little bit before the Wednesday game. Um, So we'll have to see if maybe they sit. But let's go to the Pacers side of things. Um, We have really good, like, recent sample size uh, with Oladipo off the floor. Lavert won't be there yet. Aaron Holiday um, played 28 minutes the other night against Golden State with Oladipo out on the second end of a back-to-back. I would expect him to play a lot, but they kind of priced him up. He's 4,500 here. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, like he should end up playing a decent amount. Um, I just don't know. I don't know if I want to go with them. There's too many other good cheap guys on the slate, like especially in the three and four K range. Aaron Holiday's fine, like Oladipo or not Oladipo. With Oladipo gone, Sabonis and Brogdon should get a little bit of an uptick in usage. But, like, this slate overall, I think there's just too many other good spots. 
Uh, I'm fine with Brogdon, Sabonis, with Holiday, but none of them stand out as great plays. I think they're more of tournament plays. There might be a chance where this game goes very, very overlooked because it is a late game. There's so much good stuff on the early games, but just nothing really stands out in this whole game. Like everything's just a fine play, but if I'm paying up, like it's probably on the center spot with the two great ones on the slate. Yeah. I don't know, man. Um, Jokic against Golden State at center. Yeah. Um, like we haven't got there yet, but you know, and Embiid against the makeshift guys in Miami, like, I think, like, if Nurkic were to sit, cancer would be interesting. But, you know, Melo played when Nurkic got hurt the night the other night um, just as much as Cantor. So I, I think you take one of the studs. I think there's too much opportunity cost to be paying down at center on this slate um, on DraftKings and on FanDuel. Uh, and, like, Sabonis, I don't know. He could outscore these guys um, if he had a monster game. But really, like, I, I think I'm going more to, like, Malcolm Brogdon. Um, didn't have a great game on the second end of the back-to-back the other night, but I think this is a spot that, you know, Brogdon could really excel with Oladipo off the floor and um, have a big game. Uh, anything else from the Pacers? Not really. Um, let's go to Portland side of things. Um, I'm hoping – so yesterday I talked about how much I love C.J. McCollum. Um, I hope – he gives me a glimpse of hope to to make some money, um, but as much as Lamelo Ball as I had, probably not going to happen. Um, what are your thoughts here on Portland? Yeah, no, I'm sorry. I'm hoping more on Dame. Um, no, Having sure. a good game, Lillard. Yeah, and yeah, no, I'm currently in first over on both the Super Draft GBP, so hopefully that holds. We'll see. Um, but yeah, second in the back to back going up against Indiana. Dame's fine. McCollum's fine. Nurkic's fine. Like, but nothing stands out as a great play. Like, someone ends up missing. Like, we don't have information on that. And that could change things around. But as of right now, full on fade to Portland for me. I think like McCollum super interesting again. Um, as far as Portland goes, um, yeah, I think McCollum super interesting. Just like he has the same usage rate as Dame on the season, but. He is averaging more fantasy points per minute um, than Dame. Like, he's hitting good shots and all that stuff. Um, so, I don't know. I, I don't mind McCollum in the spot. I don't mind going back to well. I do hate shooters on the second end of a back-to-back. I've talked about that a ton of times on this podcast before. Um, and I don't think they've I don't think they've had a back-to-back yet this season. Like, I think this would be their first back-to-back. So, um, I don't hate McCollum. But really, like, I'm probably not paying up for people in this game. Probably paying up for people in this next game. We got Golden State at Denver. Um, Chris is out. Harris is questionable. Porter Jr. is still out. This game has a 230 total. Denver's favored by seven. Um, give me the over in this one. Grant, what are we looking at on the Golden State side of things? Really just Curry for me. Um, like, I don't want to go with Draymond. Um, yes, he could end up with another 39-point outing, but a 5.4. Like, all these guys are in the same price range as – other guys I want way more guys from the Miami game, like Boucher guys from the Houston game. Like it just doesn't really have anyone fit. I'm fine with Ubre or Wiggins or green, not overly excited. Curry's the only one that I want to get. Like he's priced up like he should be, 
He can put up 70 points in any game. He's had over 65 in two of the last five games. Like he's clearly doing a lot better, found his stride. This is going to be a good high scoring game here. Like it's just Curry for me. I'm taking all my value in other mid tier guys in the other games. It's just Curry. Yeah, you know, I, I love Steph in this spot. Uh, I think a lot of people are going to like him a lot in this spot. Um, don't hate, like, Draymond in this spot. Um, you know, he has been, you know, definitely getting more minutes here. And he's a triple-double upside type of play every night. So, at 5,400, like, if you're looking for ceiling, um, you know, Ubre finally starting to shoot the ball a little bit better as well. But I think the main piece is Curry, and I don't think really anybody's going to argue with that. And then on the Denver side, like the main piece is Jokic. Um, he he should really crush this young center, um, and then whatever makeshift else center they put out there against him. Um, but I will say, I think Gary Harris um, news matters because, like, I would definitely love to play Will Barton in this spot if Harris is out. Yeah, I wouldn't mind Barton. Um, not the worst play in the world, but Jokic is absolutely the best play. Like, he's probably the best play on the slate. He should absolutely destroy Wiseman. Triple-double coming here. Maybe 30 points. Like, this is just going to be a bloodbath. Absolutely love him. Um, I don't mind Murray in tournaments. Uh, it's not the worst idea in the world. Obviously, a high-paced game. This is the type of game where he could end up shooting the ball 20-some-odd times. Uh, I know he hasn't been great recently. But he's going to come in. He's not going to be owned at all, right, on the slate? I don't think he'll be very popular. Yeah. So, like, if you want to take a deep field flyer, um, even if you have to play some catch-up later on and move some stuff around, like Murray, I think, makes a pretty good GPP play. But just play Joker. Just play Joker all over the place. Just play Joker all over the place. I think we have our title for tomorrow's podcast. Just play Joker all over the place. I'm going to write it down so I don't forget. Um, let's move on to football. We're not going to play the morning grind game. Um, we're going to play for football today like we did last week. Um, so just play Joker everywhere is what you said, right? Just play Joker yep. everywhere. I like it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use that one. There you go. Do it. All right, NFL time, football time. We love football. Um, this is the last like big what slate of the year, right? Like next week, move to a two gamer. Um, last last four gamer, last last like last ditch effort here on football. Um, we get started with the Rams and the Packers. Forty five and a half total here. Green Bay favored by six and a half in this one. Um, let's start with the Rams. Jared Goff likely going to start. He looked awful um last week and they still got the job done against the seahawks um stop reminding me i know i know you're a seahawks fan. listen dolphins didn't even make it so yeah um, feel- i have no room to speak yeah like i i think golf looks better this week i i think but he looked terrible last week um what are your thoughts here when it comes to the rams acres like that's that's pretty much it maybe they're playing catch up but acres is still too cheap at 5.7 K like he's been fantastic. He's going to get the brunt of the workload. Like I'm guessing they're going to run the ball. It's a little bit bigger of a spread than I like, but it's still only six and a half point spread. I think that there's a decent chance that they just run the ball over and over again. I think they keep this close. So 
their defense is just so good. Acres is the only guy I really want. If you want to take a shot on Woods or Cup or Cups out, if you want to take a shot on Woods, then that's fine. But Acres or maybe Josh Reynolds at three point two k has Cup been confirmed out or is it looking? No, like he's, he's not. Play? Like they said, he might not practice all week, but could potentially still play. Yeah. So obviously, watch that. That could change things and open up some stuff with Reynolds. But it, it's just Acres to me. This is not going to be a great game. Yeah, I love Acres. Um, you know, he's cheap again. We talked about him a lot last week. He had 28 rushing attempts last week. Um, he will get targets in games where they trail a little bit too. So if they do get behind in this game, like Acres is going to play a ton of snaps. I think he's clearly the the play here. If we get news that Cup doesn't play, it obviously bumps up Josh Reynolds at 3,200. Um, he would just be so cheap that we would definitely be taking shots on a, on a four-game slate. Uh, even on the two games late on FanDuel. So um, definitely be paying attention to that. Robert Woods at 5,900 would be in play as well. Uh, let's go to the Green Bay side of things here. You already mentioned the defense, but Aaron Rodgers is having an MVP type of season. Devontae Adams is having an MVP type of season. Um, I can't wait to see the ownership. I feel like Devontae Adams is going to be lower owned here because they're playing the Rams and – if that's the case, Grant, like uh, I'm just going to load up on Devonte. Yeah, no, I'm entirely fine with that. It doesn't matter the matchup. He's matchup proof. He should end up with 14 plus targets in the spot here. They're going to throw to him a ton. Like, let, even if they're... like, like I don't want to interrupt you, but like let Jalen Ramsey one-on-one Devonte Adams in this game. And it is going to be brutal for Jalen Ramsey. Yes, it is. Like he, Adams has the most upside maybe on this entire slate. Um, it's that simple. Like, He's the only guy I really want. I'm fine with playing Rodgers. I mostly want to wait on ownership. If he's going to be super low owned, then yeah, play him and pair him with Adams. There's still a chance that they put up 40 points in the spot, but it, it it's Adams. Like if you want to take a shot on Jones, sure. Go ahead. Like I'm kind of done with doing that. He could end up with a two touchdown games. Like I'm not using Adams and Jones in the same lineup. It'll be one or the other, uh, but both of them are play, but Adams is the Adams is the play here. Yeah, I don't think Aaron Jones is a play. This run defense is really, really solid. They have been all year. Um, I think, like, the week off will definitely help this offense um, get healthy, offensive line get healthy. But overall, like, I want the I want Adams. I want Rodgers. I don't hate Tanyan. Um, I, I think there's better options. If, if Alan Lazard plays, then um, – He's somewhat interesting too, um, but really for me, it's Adams, maybe Rogers on ownership, and that's that's really it. Like this has the lowest total of the four games, so I don't have to go too crazy on this one. Uh, moving right along, we got the Ravens and the Bills, a fifty total. Buffalo favored by two and a half in this game. Um, we'll start with the Baltimore side of things. Like Hollywood Brown. Um, finally showing up to the nfl um it's been it's been very nice um played him a ton last week in that game against tennessee i'm gonna go back to the well on playing brown for sure what are your thoughts here you know baltimore overall it's really just brown and lamar like lamar obviously offers you a ton of upside this is gonna be a high scoring game this is gonna be a really good game it's gonna be fun to watch but this is yeah stay away like i'm probably not using dobbins or gus like I know it's a four-game slate, but there's enough different running backs to choose from here that I'm just avoiding the running game here. And it's strictly 
Lamar naked or Lamar with Brown. Like Brown has been so good in the last six weeks, like just real productive, not under 10 points in any one of those games. He's averaging close to eight targets. Like it's, it's, it's Hollywood. It's Lamar. If you really want to throw in Andrews, it's a tight end on a slate where not a ton of tight ends you really want to play. So yeah, it's, it's Hollywood and it's Lamar. I don't hate Andrews. You know, if you're not playing Kelsey, I think, you know, especially on the four games, like like Kelsey is the like first guy in in cash games for me uh, because there's just such a drop-off from Kelsey to the next best tight end on the slate. So I think, like, if you're not playing Kelsey or if you want to be different by playing Andrews and Kelsey, um, I do like two tight ends this week. Um, I like the two tight ends, um, but I, I, I like Hooper in the next game more than I like um, Andrews in this game. So uh, the Buffalo side of things, like, I, I know it's a tough matchup, but Josh Allen has gotten us to the promised land so many times this year. Um, we just we just keep playing him, right? Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter. It's Josh Allen. Like, the problem is that there's so many good QBs on this slate. Um, it's real tough. He's going to be owned. He's worth the ownership. Josh Allen is just fantastic. He gives you the rushing upside. He gives you the passing upside. He's just been so good that, yeah, play Josh Allen. Um, pair him up with Diggs or Beasley. John Brown is dead to me after last week. I, God, I'm still bitter about that. I'm still better about that, Ronald Jones. I had so many great lineups that was just all fire and then a couple of zeros in there. And, yeah, but Diggs should go off in this one. I know it's not an easy matchup, but he's goes off in every single matchup. It really doesn't matter. He's one of the safer guys on the slate side of maybe Adams. But, yeah, Diggs, Beasley, Allen, don't play Singletary or Moss. Oh, man. Um yeah, it's like Moss is out. You know that, yeah, right? Yeah, sorry, I forgot about that. So but I think even you can. 4.2K, I don't think they're going to establish. Like, they, I know they ran the ball a lot last time, but it's a tough matchup going up against Baltimore. They have a good run defense. I, I think that this they're just slinging the ball. And I think that Singletary is going to draw too much ownership. I think he's in play because he can get, like, five to six catches here, too. Like, how much are they really going to give TJ Yeldon? Like this dude was inactive last week. They're not going to give this guy a ton of like run. It's going to be, it's going to be Singletary out there, um, probably eighty percent of the snaps. So, I, I think at four point five k, you know, especially if you like wa- like want to play Patrick Mahomes and stuff like that, I, I think like Singletary is definitely in play. Um, you know, obviously Diggs. Diggs probably comes in a little bit lower here. Like he's in that like Mike Thomas, Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams, um, Chris Godwin type of price range. So um, could be a really good time to just jump all over Diggs in this one. Uh, Cleveland at Kansas City, 57 total. Kansas City favored by 10 in this one. Um, let's go to Cleveland Browns. Um, I don't think it was a much, much of an upset as everybody else was saying, but um what are your thoughts here when it comes to the Cleveland Browns? Yeah, I had the Browns money line. Um, granted, when they got that early touchdown, the Steelers went to almost plus odds. I hit the other side, so whoops, really fudged up there. But, yeah, no, absolutely for tournaments, love, 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 love Baker and Landry. Like, they're cheap. I don't expect them to be terribly high owned. They still have a 23.5 point implied team total. Like, they may run the ball a decent amount, but this could be a game where, like, uh, going up against Baltimore, where they end up slinging the ball. Um, 
Landry is one of my favorite plays on the entire slate. 5.6K is not high enough of a price tag. He's been so good recently. And if he's going to get fed because they're trailing, then like I think that Cleveland has a shot at winning this game. And Landry is going to be a big part of that. Absolutely love him. Don't mind playing Hooper. Again, it's not a great tight end slate. He's going to end up with a whole bunch of targets here. Did really well last week. Too cheap at his price tag right now of 3.8K. Considering he put up 17 points last week. Yeah, I, I love the passing game here. I'm fine with Chubb or Hunt, but I, I am going with the passing game here, and I'm going to be all over it. Get him to the Hoopa. Like, I, I love Hooper here. Like, he's 3.8K. Like, show me a wide receiver that you'd rather play in the flex at the same price tag on this slate. Like, you know, obviously you can make a, a case for, like, MVS. Like, you can make a case for Reynolds if Cup doesn't play. But, like, realistically, Austin Hooper is, is a phenomenal um, flex play, you know, if you're playing Travis Kelsey at tight end. And then, like, you're getting a little bit of a game stack, too. I love the Jarvis Landry call. I think he's way underpriced. Went in, went, talked about that a lot on the expert survey, um, you know, in premium this week. So um, right there with you on that. Like the Baker call, 5,300, like against Kansas City. Like you can't run the ball all day against Kansas City and, and hope to keep up. Sorry. It's just not going to be the case. So um, Kansas City side of things. Patrick Mahomes, he's expensive, but, you know, for good reasons, he could throw for 404 in this game. Um, gotta love the, the, the Chiefs offense here. Yep. Holmes, Hill, Kelsey. And that's it. I'm staying away from the running game. Um, Mahomes, I don't know how much ownership I'll end up having in him just because, like, you got Josh Allen, you got Lamar. I love Baker. Um, so it's going to be tough to get him into my lineups, but, I will end up with some chief stack. I don't know if I'm going with any of the any of the other guys. I don't know if I'm going Robinson or Hardman. I don't mind either of them in bigger field tournaments because either one of them go for a big day. Either one of them can end up doing nothing, but they can definitely end up with a 15, 20 point outing just by one catch pretty much. So both Hardman and Robinson are in play. Not going Watkins if he ends up playing, but it's it's mostly Hell or Hill, Kelsey, and Mahomes. Yeah, like overall, like honestly, you know, looking at Kansas City, I think Watkins being in or out is huge. If Watkins plays and he's good to go, he's really interesting at 4,800 in this game, in my opinion. So um, definitely don't mind that. So um, I think that's it from this one. Let's go to the Tampa Bay New Orleans game. This game, I don't know, 51 and a half total. New Orleans favored by three. Um, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, it's it's the talk of the week. It should be. Like, we get two Hall of Famers, two Hall of Fame quarterbacks. You really think those guys are making the Hall of Fame? Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, we don't know what, what Brady and Brees are doing next year, too. Like, this could be the last game we see one of these guys next year or, like, for their career. Like, we don't know if they're going to retire after the end of this year. So, um, what are we looking at here on the Bucks? Not really a fan of anything. Like Evans, Brown, Godwin are all fine. Like Gronk's fine. I'm not trusting the running game. New Orleans has a much better defense than people realize. Brady, although he did well last week, which I was way wrong on, um, but he did well last week. But he he struggles against good defenses. I I don't think that Brady's going to do a ton. I plan on almost entirely fading Brady here. Like. 
I'm fading Brady. I'll probably end up using Mike Evans the most out of all of them. I see the most upside there because of the touchdowns, but just not a fan of the Tampa Bay side of this game. I mean, like, I'll have exposure to Evans, Godwin, and Brown. Um, like, Gronk won target last week. He was used, he was used like, as a blocker a ton last week. And, like, Cameron Bray had six targets, had four catches. Like, I don't think I want to touch, like, the tight end situation here. But the three pass catchers I'm in, if Ronald Jones sits, I probably won't play Fournette. Um, I'm, I'm going to kind of hope that Fournette's chalk and it lowers the ownership of like acres and Singletary in this price range. So I want Ronald Jones to sit, raise the ownership for Fournette, um, and then like that way and get those other guys. But don't mind the pass catchers here. Um, the New Orleans side of things, Mike Thomas, he, he's still too cheap. Michael Thomas is too, he's just too cheap. Really cheap. Like I don't understand this at all. Yeah, too cheap. Like, yeah, Tampa Bay has struggled at times. I mean, they just give a guy making his first start in years or second start in years. A big game. Granted, he looked fantastic, and that was wonderful to watch up until he lost. But, yeah, it's Michael Thomas is just uh, the nuts. Like, I pro- I locked him in last week. I'm probably going to lock him in this week. He's going to end up with 10 targets here. Like, he'll end up with a big game. Michael Thomas is the play. Kamara's fine. Sanders and Cook, like – if I'm going with any other piece besides Michael Thomas, it's probably Jared Cook. Like at tight end, if you're not playing Kelsey, like he gives you some of the most upside. He had a few drops last week, but he got targeted fairly often. So he's the guy that I would want to go with. But it's 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 predominantly Michael Thomas here, and he's just gonna smash. He's too cheap. Like they didn't need him in the second half against Chicago. Like I what? He didn't have a single target, I don't think, in the fourth quarter, which was infuriating because I had a lot of money on him over five and a half receptions. Yeah, like Breeze threw the ball 39 times, but Breeze really threw the ball like 25 times. Um, I don't know. Uh, any Anything else from this one? No, not really. It's pretty cut and dry. Michael Thomas. Let's play the morning grind game for football, and then we're going to get out of here. Uh, give me a quarterback that throws for 300-plus yards on this one. I mean, there's going to be six. Um, but I'm going to go with Baker Mayfield. Baker. Going ballsy. Like it. Um, Patrick Mahomes is a cheat code. Um, I'm going to go Aaron Rodgers against that really tough, hard Rams defense. Um, give me a low on running back for a touchdown. <laughs> I mean, it's a four game slate. Who's going to be low owned? Um, all right, then let's switch it up. Give me a running back that scores a touchdown. All right, I'm going. I'll go cheap and go Cam Akers. All right, probably the highest on running back on the slate. That um, is correct. <laughs> um, let's see. Man, I really want to say Edward Solaire. Because I do think he plays. Uh, give me him. Why not? Ch. Um, give me a quarterback wide receiver stack for a touchdown. Baker to Landry. Mayfield to Landry. I like it. Um, how can how can we mess up the the combo? I gotta I gotta say it just in case it's the last time of the season. We've appreciated it so much this year. Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs. One more time. 
Um, I hope it's not the last time. I really want to see Buffalo, Kansas City. Like, uh, we all are rooting for that, right? Like, that's what we're rooting yeah. for, right? Like, oh yeah, like, that game will be phenomenal. Um, the two best quarterbacks in the league. Wide receiver for eight plus targets on the slate. Um, Michael Thomas is probably cheating, isn't he? Take whoever you want. Uh, Michael Thomas. All right, I'm going to go with FYI, the highest price. His uh, reception prop is 6.5 over on DraftKings. I think that's still a little bit low. Only two times this season have has Devontae Adams not had at least um, eight targets in a game. Last week against Chicago, or week 17 against Chicago, um, and then week two against Detroit uh, where he got banged up. Loved Devontae Adams this week. I don't care about Jalen Ramsey garden Devonte Adams. He's going to eat his lunch. Uh, tight end that scores a touchdown, Grant. Staying with the Browns, Austin Hooper. You took my dude. You Sorry. took my dude. You can cheat and say Kelsey. I am saying Kelsey. You took my guy. Um, <laughs> give me a defense that scores some points this week. Who do you got? Uh, I'm going with the Bills. I think the Bills are my favorite defense this week, too. And the only thing that I don't love about the Bills is like Lamar doesn't throw the ball a ton. Yeah. So like you worry about that a little bit. Um I'm gonna go with the Saints. That was gonna be my other one. I think Brady Brady has a terrible game and he doesn't end up retiring because of it. I also like if you have the salary, I think the Packers defense, I know they haven't been great this year, but like Jared Goff looked awful. Um, last week so like i think like the packers defense is somewhat interesting too so um any final thoughts before we get out of here and on the nba be looking out for injuries and covid and starting lineups and game cancellations tomorrow for nfl just enjoy it it's it's been as bad as the season could have gone it's been delightful at times it has been a very fun NFL season. Um, that's going to wrap it up here for Thursday. We'll be back Friday talking some more NBA. Good luck in your contest, and we'll see you then. Kids.